Happy New Year. I think this is the fourth time that I'm saying Happy New Year because this is the fourth day of 2024. And yeah, the year is still young. As one writer used to say, the year is young. And it's during these first few days that you get people uh, setting goals, making some resolutions that they are going to implement in their life, in their business, uh, to accomplish things in life. But then after a few days, you find them going down and giving up on their dreams and just uh, going on average, just like they've always been doing things. Now, this is Now Tell Us. I'm your host, Anthony Mudorori. At Now Tell Us, we have guests come and tell us stories. They come and inspire us. They come and educate us on a subject. And today, we have someone, someone very great, who's coming to tell us about six steps to live an extraordinary life. And what a day to just give us these tips. The beginning of the year is the best time to have these ideas. Uh, before we go to meet our guest today, I would request you to please share this episode with all your friends and ask them to live a, an extraordinary life. Yeah, just give them these tips. If you have a question, ask. If you have a comment, uh, comment. And uh, we love uh, feedback. So once again, this is now tell us i'm your host anthony moirore and a speaker and author i've authored a book known as be good for good stories of goodness with lessons on life and also the achieve your dream workbook and that's something that you should have the beginning of the year once again they are available on amazon so go catch them and uh, people really love them and uh, you can see that once you go there and uh, now i don't want to take one more minute because this is now tell us i'm not here to tell you as always i want our guest to tell us our guest is known as david bush so why don't you join me as we go to meet this extraordinary person here we go Hi, David. Hey, Anthony. How are you? I'm fine. I'm. I, I like using these words. I haven't used them much, so let let them let me use them at the beginning of the year. I'm better than good. Mm, I like I had, that. I think you're probably doing extraordinary, as far as I know, based on uh, the content that you're putting out. Yeah, and that's what I want to do this year and uh, other days. I just want to be extraordinary. So we are glad to have you here. Uh, David, who is an author, speaker, and an extraordinary coach. So I'm waiting to be coached into this year. Wonderful. Yes. I'm excited to dive in. It's quite an honor to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to share some ideas with the group and uh, yeah, just uh, share some of my personal experiences and the testimonials that I've uh, learned from other people that have lived extraordinary lives and 
uh, would love to talk about a passionate topic such as live an extraordinary life. Yeah, we will be glad to hear you tell us. And we also thank uh, our viewers who are with us and those who will be joining us as we keep going, or those who get to listen to this podcast once we've recorded. Mishka, Happy New Year. We are glad that you are here and uh, always here. We thank you. And uh, yes, so let's get prepared to go into the year in an extraordinary way. Now, before we get started, where are you in the world? We are always curious. Where is it you are at in the world? Yeah, I'm in... Uh... What I say, Pella, Iowa, and it's right in the middle of the United States. Uh, it's right, we call it flyover country because a lot of planes fly over, but they don't necessarily stop by. But it's uh, also known as God's country because only God knows where it's at on a map. It's kind of it's kind of a small town, kind of hard to find, but uh, we really enjoy it. We've lived out here for almost 17 years, originally from Southern California, came out here and uh, really enjoyed the uh, the Midwest. So it's been enjoyable. Yeah, that's beautiful. And it's good that you've brought God into the picture right now. <laughs> As I always say, God's country. Uh, is you brought, uh, and, and I'm going to join you bringing God into the picture and a story I love in the Bible. I love the story of David. And this is David we are speaking to. Uh, David who slays uh, giants. So... Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good connection. I like that, Anthony. We could definitely say that... Uh, at some level, slaying giants is living an extraordinary life. But yeah. uh, oftentimes it takes a lot less uh, skill and technique and a lot more faith and fortitude and confidence and belief that, you know, you are powerful and that uh, you can do things that are impossible, unbelievable and extraordinary mm -hmm. if you just have the courage to take action. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that's probably the, the simplest message that if people were to come and, you know, hear what we had to say, if they could just walk away with that and have that one thought for 2024 and spend time learning and studying and um, listening and watching and journaling about that particular topic, mm -hmm. it could be enough. We don't have to say too much on the topic. We can definitely go into some more detail, but um, it really is that simple is that you can... Uh, live the extraordinary life of David of the Bible or any other person that you have connected with as being an inspiration or a hero to you, mm. um, you can live a totally different life and still be extraordinary. That's the key about the word extraordinary is that it's defined two different ways. It's defined as uh, exceptional to a very marked extent, which a lot of people think extraordinary is exceptional, right? Mm -hmm. If you're going to live an extraordinary life, you're going to live an exceptional life. But the reality of uh, the definition is that there's a second definition, and it's to go above and beyond what's usual, regular, and customary. And for those people that don't know um, the biblical story of David slaying the giant Goliath, is that he was willing to do something that others weren't willing to do. It wasn't that because he had more skill or he had more strategy or size or armor. He just had the courage to go take on a giant. Um, mm -hmm. And he was willing to embrace his faith rather than his fear. And so many other people around him were surrounded by fear. So I think that there's a, a definite connection to the story. So I'm glad you brought it up. And with my name being David, it's a, it's a good one. Yeah. So we are getting prepared to slay 
the giants and thank you for sharing that i mean it's it's a great insight that you've just brought in and uh, we love that and uh, it's it's already inspiring to listen to you today and i'm going to keep quiet and just listen as you tell us but before i do that i see behind you a jersey that is bush 65 tell us about that yeah so that's a uh, football jersey american football jersey uh, i uh, pursued a dream of mine when i was a little kid that i wanted to play professional football um, and I went on and, and played in high school and college and then got a chance to play in a professional football league in Iowa called the Arena Football League, which is an indoor um, football league. And uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a, a reminder that dreams can come true. And I was able to realize my dreams and achieve extraordinary success on the football field even though I wasn't the most talented or the fastest or the strongest um, of all of the people that were available and capable of playing professional football. So just a, a reminder to me, um, and there's uh, some other things that go along with that story that I'd be happy to dive into if we have time, but uh, that's, the, that's the reason why the jersey's there. You bring it in at any particular time that you want. And so now I'm keeping quiet to hear the six steps to live an extraordinary life. Now tell us. Yeah, well, you know, the uh, the process of living extraordinary life, I kind of connect it back to uh, an analogy of climbing a mountain. And I define um, there's four different types of people in the world. There's the people out there that are truly climbing to their next peak or, you know, striving for the summit. And those people are the people in my mind that are living an extraordinary life. It doesn't mean that they have lived an extraordinary life, it's they're in the process of doing it. They're in the process of climbing, they're striving, um, and they may be sliding. They may be in a position where they're failing their way forward. They're not trying to you know, spend more time thinking about it. They're actually in action doing it. And then there's another group of people that are maybe people that have started climbing the mountain, but they reached a certain level and then they got comfortable and they began to get um, kind of, um, relaxing in a comfort cave where they've just been hanging out short of the peak or short of the summit of the mountain. Um, but they've been above what other people have done. And it's maybe been something like when I played football, there was a certain point where I got into a comfort cave where I had reached a certain level of success and I was holding on to that success rather than continuing to pursue a new peak or a new summit. And um, it's not being, you're not a bad person if you're in a comfort cave. It's just more of the awakening of agreeing the fact that you are in a comfort cave. And we need time of comfort. We need time of rest. There's a season for everything. But you know, living your whole life in a comfort cave is not going to lead you to an extraordinary life. It oftentimes is going to lead you to regrets and um, you know thoughts that you could have done more. You could have been more. You could have achieved more. You could have gone more places, done more things with family and friends. And so I challenge people to get out of that comfort cave and to start becoming a cliff climber. And then there's people that are in what I call the valley of complacency. And complacency is defined in the dictionary as um, uh, being, being in a place where you are self-satisfied and you're unaware of the dangers of complacency. And what I have found is, is that there are many people out there that have been putting off their future, putting off their goals, and they keep telling themselves, well, next year I'll do it. Uh, and maybe some people right now, as we embark on this new year, 
you know, it's one more year where they said, well, it's not a good season. So maybe I'll just wait till next year and next year it'll be easier because of X, Y, and Z. And the reality of it is, is that they're not fortune tellers. They can't tell the future. And the longer that they wait, the harder it becomes to achieve it. It doesn't make it impossible, but it becomes more challenging to do it if you're just in a place of complacency. And then the fourth group is the people that are kind of rafting the river of an ordinary life. Uh, they're just kind of going with the flow. They're doing what other people are doing. They don't really have a plan for their life. They don't have goals or things that they'd like to strive to become. They don't have a clear purpose or a clear calling or a mission or a vision for their life. So they just kind of uh, enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. But those people oftentimes go over the waterfall of an ordinary life. Mm-hmm. Um, and they oftentimes have mistakes, problems, um, un- unhealthy lifestyle related diseases or other things that become um, very, very part of our ordinary culture and our ordinary life. You know, 74% of Americans are overweight or obese. Mm-hmm. Um, 60% of Americans don't exercise for 10 minutes or more a day. I mean, that's just the health side of it. We got yeah. many people that are um, just above broke, right? They don't have good finances. They don't have good marriages or extraordinary marriages. So there's a lot of people that are just kind of going with the flow. And what I start off the conversation when I say, you know, the six steps to live an extraordinary life is first you have to assess where you are on the journey. Mm-hmm. And if you're already in the climbing process, I can give you some tips on how to climb faster, easier, or better. Um, but if you are in the position where you have become very awakened to the fact that you've been living an ordinary life and rafting the ordinary life river, and you've maybe gone over the waterfall of an ordinary life, and you've had a divorce or relationship problems or health problems or career problems, maybe you've been laid off or fired or other things have come up, um, then we can get into the steps and I can kind of walk through those. But that's kind of the quick overview of the visual. And, and in the book, I, I kind of give the steps and I, I make kind of a progression through the process of where you are and moving people into the six individual steps. Mm, that's wonderful. So that's why people should go and get the book and read it because that's what you're going to share with us. Now, so maybe you're not going to give us all the tips of the <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll be more than happy to give them to you i just wanted to frame it up so you understood kind of the analogy or the visual concept because i do think of it as a progression yeah. and it's kind of a logical climb if you will okay and you're not obliged to but anyway if you will you can give us otherwise i'll still i'll ask you several, some other questions to just keep going anyway yeah. go, go go the way you want yeah. So um, just in terms of the the six habits that mm-hmm. I talk about in the book, um, it's an acronym and it spells out the word leader. Okay. And so the, the L stands for live your calling. Mm-hmm. And I think that each and every one of us is called to live an extraordinary life. I think each one of us has been gifted with talents and abilities and gifting and skills Um that we can actually use to give value to other people and live extraordinary lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that a lot of people really understand what they're called to be or called to do or called to accomplish. And so taking that time to reflect on, you know, what is it that breaks your heart? What is it that heals your heart? Do you have a place that you could serve? Could you have a place that you could utilize your talents and your gifting? And a lot of times people just need a little bit of space and somebody that to ask them the question before they can really come up with 
um, a process of discovery. It's not typically an event where they understand what their calling is, but in the book, I kind of lay out some questions that you can answer that will help you to discover a mm. calling for your life. And a calling doesn't have to be um, a spiritual calling. It can be um, somebody that's calling you to an opportunity or calling you to a, a, a challenge or calling you to an issue that could definitely benefit from your passion, your um, your gifting, your skills and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. The E stands for engage in your dreams. And what the, when I use the word engage, um, what I mean by that is, is that um, really to spend time with your dreams. Mm -hmm. And I found that there's multiple different types of people. There's people that were um, brought up as a dreamer. Um, their family encouraged them to dream. And then there was people that were encouraged not to dream because dreamers were people that were fantasizers. They were not people that actually have done good things. And so some people have a negative context around dreams. And so I try to reposition dreaming in a positive light mm -hmm. and to let them know that it's the dreams that oftentimes promote them to take action on the things that are going to be uh, the challenging things, the things that are going to be hard that are going to have to be done to live an extraordinary life. And that leads us to the A, which is agree to make hard choices. Mm -hmm. And people don't live extraordinary lives without making hard choices. And that's the challenging thing is, is that a lot of people avoid challenges or avoid hard things because they want to do things that are easy. Yeah. But if they do easy, right, it's easy come, easy go. Mm -hmm. um, and the reality of it is, is that they can do hard things and they will enjoy having done hard things. They just have to have a process of how to go about doing that. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean hard like impossible. I mean, doing something that's above and beyond which usual, regular, and customary, making sacrifices of satisfying what it is that you want right now versus what you really want, like mm -hmm. living your calling or realizing a dream. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure in writing your book and your workbook, you probably had to make some hard choices yeah. to make the investment, get the book into writing. You had to spend the time to write it out. You had to make the mistakes, correct it. You had to get it published. You had to do all the things mm -hmm. that were not easy. But now that you have done it and you're a published author, now you're excited about having done hard things. Yeah. And then now you are pr proving to yourself that you can actually continue and to do better things. Mm -hmm. And the the D in, in leader uh, stands for um, decide to fail forward. Mm -hmm. So I believe that um, the people that are willing to fail their way forward are the ones that live extraordinary lives. The ones that fail and quit oftentimes never achieve anything extraordinary because it takes consistency and commitment through failure, which, you know, people think of failure as being the opposite of, of success. Mm -hmm. it's, it's either you're a success or you're a failure. The reality of it is, is that failure is the bridge that successful people have to cross over to get to success. You yeah. don't get to success or significance without failure. And so people oftentimes avoid failure, avoid trying new things because they're so afraid to fail uh -huh. because they don't want to be a failure. But uh -huh. there's a difference between failing and being a failure. Uh -huh. Failing and learning is a process. Failing and quitting is now becoming a failure. So we're, we're helping people to really decide to fail their way forward. Um, the E in leader is expand your perspective. 
And so what I have found, and this could sum it up very quick because I know we're short on time, but um, expand your perspective could be simply um, compared to this quote that Mark Twain said, the famous author, he said, it's not what we know that gets us into trouble. It's all the things that we know for absolute certain that just aren't so. Mm. And I believe that many of us have gotten so fixed on what is true and what is, you know, accurate. And we haven't really understood what else is out there to give us more perspective. And if you look at the word beliefs, Anthony, mm -hmm. the three letters right in the middle of the word beliefs are L-I-E. Mm -hmm. And I have found in working with people that want to live an extraordinary life, a lot of them, their perspective is fixed. It's fixed on what they can't do. It's fixed on their identity of who they think that they are. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a great there's a great quote by a, a guy by the name of Craig Rochelle, who's written a book called um, Change, Your, Change Your Habits, Change Your Life, something along those lines. And he says, um, what you think of or what you think of you you, know, you do what you do because of what you think of you. And so many people have limited, fixed beliefs about what they're able to do or who they are mm -hmm. that stops them from living an extraordinary life. So I challenge them to expand their perspective and I give them strategies and tactics on how to gain a new perspective where it's a positive and a growth-minded perspective that helps them to achieve more in their life. And then the last one is to resolve to achieve your goals. So resolving is actually where you make a decision to stop trying and start training. You, you stop giving it a whimsical effort and you make a resolution to, a, to accomplish it or to do it and to not stop until you figure it out. And many people have not resolved. They haven't made that gut decision to say, I'm going to do it until, mm. until I figure it out. I'm going to keep doing it. So I'm either going to climb this mountain and figure out how to live an extraordinary life, or I'm going to die on this mountain trying to climb it. And when people have that shift in uh, focus and that shift of commitment, they oftentimes go above and beyond what's usual, regular, and customary. They start achieving extraordinary results and outcomes because they start creating a breakthrough when they start passing by these barriers or these monsters or these giants like Goliath that have slowed them down or stopped them before they actually achieve what they wanted to. And, I, and I'm sure just in writing your book, you could probably speak to this yourself, is um, there was probably some Goliaths along the way that prevented you from writing a book. Yeah, You may have had the book the entire time, mm -hmm. but you never resolved to achieve it until one point in time where you finally said enough is enough and I'm going to resolve to make this a reality. Yeah. And there it is, you know, on yeah, your that, that comes that one day, that one day that you just say, and that day could be today for the one who's listening or watching that one day when you say enough is enough, I'm just going to go after what it is that I believe my dream, my desires, my goals and uh, accomplish them, not to live in regret. So that yeah. Be today, yeah. Mm -hmm. may, the, may the fourth be with you, right? I mean, the fourth of January is not a bad day to get started, so you might as well get started now and uh, use the fourth as your anniversary of the day that you decided to live an extraordinary life. Yeah, so super excited about the uh, 
the potential of people that made the decision today. Or if you're watching it on the fifth or sixth, you know, I tell people all the time, Anthony, is that, that um, there's no perfect day to start living an extraordinary life. It's not okay. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The best day to decide to live an extraordinary life is any day that ends in the letter Y. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all end in Y. So does today, but tomorrow doesn't. So focus <laughs> on making the decision to start and never stop. Yeah, all the days that end with letter Y, today, yeah, tomorrow, no. No. Yesterday ends in Y, but yesterday ended last night, so you can't go back in time. That's history. That's, we're that's history. About, yeah, that's right. So the only thing that you can pick from yesterday is that thing that you accomplished. Don't, don't look at the failures. I mean, that you did yesterday, you can, okay, I don't know how, how you tackle that, but then I look at it like you pick your wins yesterday and apply them today to make tomorrow yeah, a, a successful day. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so thank you very much, David. Yeah, and thank you for giving us the six steps. I was worried. Hey, David doesn't seem to be ready to give us the six steps. <laughs> I was just I was just teasing you with him. Okay, and we are glad that you did. Uh, also, Mishka, as uh, you saw, Mishka is saying that she is glad she just listened without asking many questions because you you've actually told us quite wonderful things. Uh, thank cool. you, David. thanks, Mishka. Yeah, thank you. So. Uh, in the things that you've been doing, whatever it is that you've been accomplishing, and like each and every one of us, I know there are some challenges that you've been through. We, we all have been through some challenges. What has be, been your biggest challenge so far, if you would look back? I think that uh, there's a couple of different challenges I could talk about, but you know, one of the biggest ones for me personally was um, my perspective, is that... Uh, you know, I didn't think that my story mattered. Um, I didn't think that another book needed to be written on the six steps to live an extraordinary life. Because if you look it up on uh, Amazon or you look it up anywhere, there's a lot of different books that tell you what to do and the steps to take. But um, one of the people that helped me to slay that giant was um, a friend of mine that said, David, um, they don't necessarily need to know the specifics on how to do it. They need to know how you did it. And, you know, your story matters. That's why, you know, Anthony's books, it matters that Anthony's story is attached to those books. Because if all of it is, is information, well, there's plenty of information out there. But most people don't need more information. They need transformation, right? And they need a conversation around transformation so that the information actually makes sense. And so... Uh, a big one of my challenges was the stories that I was writing in my head that were untrue, that were preventing me from living out my dreams and realizing the goals that I had set for myself. And, uh, you know, I could go on about, you know, so many different areas that I have um, become more aware that I was writing uh, a negative story that was completely false. All of the characters and all of the, the script was false but I was writing it like it was the truth. And that's one of the things I could just tell people today is, is that, you know, you are the author of your own life. You're writing your own story, writing your own book today. It may never get published, but you're writing it inside of your life. 
and the things that you are not doing because you tell yourself you don't have enough money, you don't have enough experience, you, you know, you're telling yourself you can't get healthy because you've always failed and you're big boned and you're just, you know, not able to exercise, you hate vegetables. If you keep telling yourself all this negative information, you're going to craft a pretty sad story for your life. But if you start telling yourself positive stories about your future, if you start talking to yourself in a way that would be loving, respectful, encouraging, motivating, inspirational, you'll start realizing that it'll start having an impact on your actions. There's a great quote that says, our thoughts dictate our appetite. And your most prevailing thought dictates what you do. And so if you don't start taking control and becoming the author of your life in a positive light, you are the author and you are the narrator. You get to write the next chapter. So four days ago, we changed and had a new year. You got a new chapter, a blank blank page starting right now. You can start another new page. And yesterday or this last month or the last year or the last 50 years could be the drama that leads to the story. And, and if we go back to the David story, you know, the David is a story in a book that doesn't have a lot of positivity leading up until the day that David slayed Goliath, the giant. Mm -hmm. After that particular challenge, once he did that, it changed the story for the future. And then the story continued on from there. And every, every day we get a chance to overcome that challenge of negativity and fixed mindset of what we can't do or what we can do. And we get a chance to uh, write a different story. So that would be my biggest challenge that I've overcome. Wow. 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 What an insight. <laughs> I'm just uh, overjoyed with what you've just told us. And, and don't we all tell ourselves some stories that put us down? And, and it's good that I'm glad that you shared that because I meet with a lot of people who say that they were born on the wrong side of the world. Mm. And so they cannot attempt things that they consider beyond themselves. So they will always remain on the ground. They never take a step. They never risk. They never attempt. They never, and with, without attempting, without doing something, without risking, then you may never achieve something. Yeah. Yeah. And I would tell that same person is that, uh, you were born on purpose and for a purpose, and you were born where you were born on purpose. And it may have just been to show other people that they can go around the world coming from where you are. Maybe you're the hero of the story. Maybe you're the one that's going to show people what's possible in your own hometown. Or maybe you're going to be showing people what's possible by leaving your hometown and contributing back to your hometown because you went and you had the courage to go above and beyond what was usual, regular, and customary in your town or in your village or in your community or in your neighborhood. And you went out there and proved it to people. And maybe you're the one that they write stories and they make movies about. You know, they don't make movies about people that are ordinary. They make they make movies about people that are ordinary that do extraordinary things. And at the end of the day, we're all ordinary. It's just some of us choose to go pursue extraordinary dreams or things that are meaningful to us. Um, and extraordinary callings are part of that. And we do extraordinary things. And then all of a sudden, by the end of our life, we have not only been successful, but we've also been significant, which in my mind is 
uh, more important than success. Wow, I look forward to being extraordinary this year. I look forward to slaying some giants this year. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Who inspires you and why? Yeah, I would say that there's uh, probably a, a collage of different people that inspire me. But um, honestly, the people that inspire me are the people that do the extraordinary things, the, 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 not the ones that are the most influential or the most powerful or the ones that have the most money, but the ones that are the underdogs, the ones that are you know, born on the wrong side of the world and who do things that are outside of ordinary, whether that means doing it right there in their hometown and figuring out a way to you know, move things and be able to make things happen. Um, but that's that's probably the biggest inspiration for me is that you know I get very teary eyed. I don't I don't cry a lot, um, but I, I usually will tear up if there's a movie or a book or a story of somebody that was ordinary <clears throat> that was willing to do the six steps in their own way, but they took the six steps to achieve something that they most people would have said that they couldn't have done because that what they were trying to do was extraordinary. It was impossible. It was something that was above and beyond what most people did. So, you know, I lost, I lost a hundred pounds 15 years ago. Um, most people would say that that's extraordinary to do that. That's pretty, pretty um, meaningful. Mm -hmm. But you know, my story is a, is a story of a whole bunch of other people. There's mm -hmm. a whole bunch of people out there that are getting healthier and making things happen. And those people are inspiring me because they're changing their world, which is changing their family's world, which is changing their friendship world, which is changing their community's world. There's a whole bunch of other things that are happening because they're choosing to do something extraordinary. So that's the biggest inspiration for me. There's a whole bunch of other authors and speakers, but I'll give them a, a secondary nod and uh, uh, JC Dornick's watching. I'd appreciate JC's big inspiration to me as well. And uh, another guy that's living an extraordinary life. Wow. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, David. Uh, our time is just about over and we'll just say a few things to wind up the episode. I think, I think we haven't covered much and, and you being reminding us that you are a coach and uh, since the episode is just going to end here and maybe someone would want uh, uh, to follow up with you, maybe to coach them or even be in the background just listening to what you're sharing because I, I believe that you have a wealth of information and knowledge and inspiration and uh, that would be good to follow up with you. How can they do that? Yeah, the easiest thing if they want to get, um, I'm actually giving away copies of the of the Extraordinary Life book. It's only 100 pages. It's not uh, a really hard read. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got a lot of stories and a lot of pictures. Um, so it's not uh, super complicated. But if they want to get a copy of the book, they can just go to extraordinarylifebook.com and uh, get a copy of that. And if they want to go to the website, they can go to extraordinary theextraordinarylife.com and get more information on uh who I am and what I do and how they can end up uh, partnering up and working together to live an extraordinary life. Okay. So follow up with David, go connect with him. And uh, I'm looking forward. And there's a place that you mentioned about being teary of a good report, a 
good movie. We identify with you there. I'm always happy to see someone accomplish things in their own life. And this is what I'm wishing all the viewers, all the listeners who are tuned into this episode. We are looking forward to hearing your success story, your extraordinary life this year. So come and give us some feedback at the end of the year and uh, make us drop a few tears in your happiness, me and David. Very good. <laughs> I'll just say to you, Anthony, thanks for uh, your steadfast in your ability to share these stories and share these words with other people because you know it takes people like you that are willing to put in the effort. And I know how hard it is to launch a platform and to communicate a message like this and to be so professional about it. And you've perfected your craft. And so uh, for those of people that are watching, make sure you follow Anthony and encourage him uh, because it's, wor it's world changers like him that are going to make a huge difference in the world to come. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate and I'm humbled. And uh, people are loving it. And I know even as we keep, I will leave this episode, people are going to rewatch it. Please send it, send this to all the people that you want to live an extraordinary life. Thank you, Jafet, for watching. He, he loves this too, so much. And it's not only you. I've always discovered there are people who watch in the background and they come after I've been through one year and they say, Anthony, I've never missed an episode and I'm happy that you do them. So this is what gives us the encouragement and the motivation to keep on going. Thank you, our viewers. We really want to thank you. you just keep on doing what you're doing. Yes, Henry, you got the right. It's, it's extraordinary. The extraordinary life. Extra, oh, sorry. The, it's the extraordinary life. Right. It's the extraordinary life. Dot com. There you go. Got to yeah. add that T-H-E in there. Yeah. Hope on there and uh, connect with David. <sighs> Our episode is time overdue, but I, I don't want you to go, David. You could have stayed here longer. <laughs> uh, so what's your dream for 2024? Well, it probably hasn't changed. You know, I, I challenge a lot of people to think about, you know, their word of the year and, you know, what it is that's been for me. And it has been for a long time. And that's extraordinary. And, you know, I, I really hope that I get a chance to impact the lives of thousands and thousands of people through platforms like yours and others that um, bring people the hope and bring bring people the mindset that they can do extraordinary things in their life and that they're willing to try again, that they're willing to fail their way forward and go through all of the steps and the habits to get there. And so um, unquantifiable, staying mission focused and not staying too focused in on tangibles is to, you know, get up every morning and go to bed every night feeling completely fulfilled that I did what I was called to do, which is to awaken people to the opportunity to live an extraordinary life, connect them to resources to help them, and to encourage them to never quit. Yes, and we can see that you're doing that. Now, keep on being the extraordinary, David. Keep on slaying the giants. And we are rooting for you. Our time is over. Hey, 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 let's go, let's go. <laughs> let's get to work. Yeah, let's get to work. Uh, so we are wishing you a wonderful year, an extraordinary year. This has been now, tell us, because our time is up. We are running out. This is uh, your host, Anthony Morore. And uh, with our guest, David Bush, we are reminding you, please go and live an extraordinary life. Bye for now. Until next time. Bye. <laughs>